Hey Zen friends, welcome to Crazy Zen Life. I'm your host, Brittany Swan. And I'm your host, Shannon Kessler. Join us as we navigate life on and off our yoga mats. This is a podcast about mom life, boss life, and body life. Real conversations about self-discovery and the journey of becoming more mindful in this crazy Zen life. We are. MLK Day. Today. It yeah, it is. Kids I, are out of school. I still don't know what day it is around here. I mean, normally once the kids go back to school, I feel like I'm I'm ready. I'm like in the zone. But I'm still trying to get my bearings. I feel like 2020. even when I didn't have kids, I still didn't. I'm like, uh, Monday, Wednesday. Oh, fuck, I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not really sure. I walk into most yoga classes and I'm like, happy Thursday, mm-hmm. like, and sometimes I'm wrong. And you're like, it's not. It's not. Well, They're like, it's Wednesday. I'm like, yeah. It yes, is. it is. Yeah, it is. Thanks for bringing me back. <laughs> so, <laughs> welcome back, friends. Yes, welcome. If you're a new friend, we're super happy to have you here. If you're an old friend, girl, have five. And a few fellas, too. Thanks for showing up. We really appreciate it. Yeah, we do get a lot. <laughs> we do get a lot of fellas recently. I know. A little uptick in the guy game. Right? I'm here for it. I am, too. Like, fellas. You need to understand how the, the lady brain works. You may not fully get it. No. But it's always good to have a glimpse. Take a break from Joe Rogan. Come over here to the Zen life. Right. Right. You Come know. Come on now. Joe's doing big things, but hey. So are we. These Zen girls. That's what's up. Happening. Mm-hmm. Happening. What's been going on? <laughs> what's going on with you, Shannon, for the last 12 hours since I've seen you? <laughs> since we recorded yesterday. Yeah. Um, well, I've officially gotten to the point where I can no longer procrastinate a trip to the grocery store. No, we did no. that really well, though. We did. I mean, we definitely, um, we like to stretch this out, especially when you come back from vacation or, you know, we just had a long weekend. So I just feel very unmotivated. Yeah, you're like putting water and ketchup and shaking that shit. And I know. Yeah. I, I mean, I fed my kids cereal last night for dinner. One was cool with it. The other was like, what else we got? <laughs> like, girl, whatever you find in the freezer. There's always one that's skeptic. Mm-hmm. There's always one skeptic. And it's like the foodie of your of your client. Like, oh, uh-huh. can't, why are we not having salmon and risotto? Like, girl, are you going to make it? Yeah. Is it in the house? That's why. Don't cereal shame me. No. Because I always loved my mom's like, you can have cereal. I'm like, I can have cereal. Right. But did you have like more options than rice checks to pick in your house? Not really. I mean, it was always came out of a bag. Yeah. It was either a special K or it came out of a a bag like it, we never got like really good a box cereal, cereal? You but just, yeah but it came oh, in like, yeah, a bag yeah. like uh-huh. it, you know we never got like lucky charms or anything no that was like or fruity if pebbles. i went to grandma's house that's where the good that's shit was, where the good <laughs> shit was. <laughs> that's where the good shit lives yeah but yeah. definitely after this i've got to go to the store yeah pick okay. me up some strip while you're there i got you <laughs> i got it i'm trying to make it one more day because mm-hmm. there's no other i i feel sorry for everybody else in kroger like i'm sorry like i'm apologizing so much and if you listen to our episode from last week you'll stop apologizing but i feel like i need to because my little humans that which are my spawn are annoying the crap out of you while you try to pick an avocado mm. my bad mm-hmm. yeah they're, you're they're running to your shins with their, their with their, their little, little hearts heart. i'm like that flag is not doing any good no because <laughs> you gotta like dodge i mean you want to see an increase in like agility on a football player you put him in a grocery store with <laughs> 17 co- toddlers guarantee that guy's mm-hmm. gonna be like i got this like, i mean that's how you're gonna up your game because trying to dodge a cart with a small human behind it <laughs> it's a skill because it only takes getting run over like four times before you're like all right listen <laughs> enough you, my heels have just oh. been just murdered from no. from a, a mini cart now like, it's stop walking on my heels 
it's better in the winter because you're actually wearing shoes. But when we go in flip-flops and you get run over, you're like, oh, no. Like, I'm not going to leave with all the children I came with today. Like, one of you is going to get left here because that is <laughs> not okay. <laughs> I'm looking back but at You them. get, like, the, the, you know, aisle two, like, hobble because <laughs> you've been, like... I'm looking back Taken. at them like Samuel Jackson in Pulp Fiction. Like my yeah. eyes are so wide. I, I I am like, run over me one more time. Yeah, run over me one more time. Right, because I'm about to put you in this cart and send you on your merry way. Like if it were socially acceptable in Trader Joe's, I would pick up the fucking <laughs> cart and throw it into the frozen food section and be like, I'm out. <laughs> I'm out, bitches. Yeah, I, I honestly though I do think the people that invented like, you know, Instacart or the the delivery services like this is why it's so that you you can you can come out alive with all your children because you didn't go into the madhouse with them and get accosted by a shopping cart Mm -hmm. sorry that was long-winded and you you felt the anger right but if you're still here thank you (laughs) we do have something else coming up we do we have yeah we would love for um to see you guys soon uh we are doing an event with kendra scott uh, for Valentine's Day, that's February thirteenth from six to eight um, at Kendra Scott at Oxmoor Mall, and we would love to have you guys. We're gonna have Danielle Davis from Lua Wear as a co-host, and we're gonna be talking all things um, friendship-wise. Definitely gonna have to touch on some reality TV because yeah. that's just where she thrives most in life, and lots of special things um, planned. We've got some giveaways coming. Um, Primp Style Lounge is gonna be there doing some styling tips and, and, they, and some hair things. Um, uh, Zen friends get a discount oh, on jewelry. Yes, like that's a fifteen percent. Fantastic. Could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's fifteen percent. <laughs> we're gonna like, verify I'm, those. For you. I promise. More <laughs> details to come. I, I'm I'm gonna go with fifteen. We don't. You can't commit to fifteen if they didn't give us fifteen to give. No, they did. Okay. I just, I just know it's not. You just low. know. I just there. know it's not lower than that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> One day we're gonna get it together. Just not, not today. Not January twentieth. Not today. Not today. Not today. <laughs> but we do hope you uh, come out and see us. Yeah, we'd love to hang because out. Because live everybody. shows are really fun, and you can kind of weigh in on some of these topics if you choose. Yeah. Give us your input. We love having immediate feedback from our guests because we hear from you guys all the time in our dms and we want to have these conversations in person and give you know in real time responses so this is going to be an opportunity for you to do it grab your girls we're gonna have cocktails some refreshments mm-hmm. it's gonna be great come on out champs mm. who doesn't want some champs on a galentine's day i mean and we might have some extra little tidbits more details to come too so just keep tuned Okay. Follow us. <laughs> if you don't follow us, follow us. <laughs> Shannon doesn't awesome. know what's coming out of our mouth. I really don't. Like, sometimes I just look at her like, what the fuck? I don't understand oh. <laughs> what's happening. But <laughs> she's on the right. I her seatbelt's buckled. Right. <laughs> I can't, it's like I have, like, the the shoulder harness, too. It's, like, clipped in with the lap belt that goes between your legs. You know, like, I'm in. Mm-hmm. You have five-point harness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've shoved you in like a toddler. She ain't getting out now. There you go. I'm in. I'm committed. <laughs> committed. We're also committed to our topic today. Mm-hmm. We're it's talking. A really good one. Yes. About self-sabotage. Get your mirrors out. Because everybody's going to be mirroring dun. some of this behavior. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is, I feel like. This was a lot of, this was a lot of like, oh, okay, I do a lot of this. Mm-hmm. I, something struck my fancy on the gram last couple weeks ago and it was just like one of those like quick slides of like self-sabotage do you a like do you have any of these things and I was like oh wow I'm like five for five like shit I know I'm looking (laughs) if I'm slithering 
what house I'm in, and she's like, I'm self-sabotaging. I'm like, ooh. Am I creating an obstacle in my own way? I am the obstacle. Son mm-hmm. of a bitch. Yeah. yeah. So. But we want to share it with you guys, because we're yeah. kind of piggybacking on our validation mm-hmm. wagon that we were on last week, which, great episode. Yeah. You've listened to it. Love it. Go back and listen to it. It's a it's a really good one. Um, but this one kind of just kind of piggybacks onto that, that, that subject of what our behaviors can do and manifest in our own life. Mm-hmm. And listen, we are not perfect. So we do these things too. Oh, we're not saying yeah. that we don't do any of these. Right. And that we're perfect. Nine <laughs> times out of 10, when we bring you a topic, it's because we're like, Oh, oh. we do that. Don't we? Yeah. I talked to my therapist about that. Gotta one. get that one in there. Mm-hmm. 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 So let's go yeah. with the big definition. I love to go in with the definition. Like I'm like Webster. Well, re- read us what you got. All right. What is self-sabotage in my crazy writing? A behavior that creates problems in everyday life and long or inhibits long standing goals. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and these behaviors are kind of intricate. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of different ways self-sabotage shows up. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got, we're going to talk about a couple of them, but there's five that kind of stick out. Um, pre- well, uh, read that, the, the long list that you have there, because that's a good one. Okay. So first of all, they can show up in guilt, mm-hmm. which... Mm-hmm. I'm a big proponent, like, we need to abolish that word in guilt. We need to, bye-bye. But we can't get rid of guilt because we, it exists. It's not, like, I mean, it's a choice, mm-hmm. but, like, it's still an emotion that comes up. Right? I always like to see, I think that it's easy to say it, but not easy to identify why you have the guilt. Like, I just have it. But then, like, well, okay, well, how can we move past well, it? I think that that's where, and that's where, like, shame and blame come in a big time. And that does go along with the self-sabotage list of behaviors that kind of coincide. Like, mm-hmm. so we have the guilt, we have the shame, we have the blame. And I think that, for women especially, I think that kind of lives in our soul. Mm-hmm. I think when we're born, they put an extra chip in there. And I feel like it really it only comes to light, not only, but like it gets magnified once you have kids. Like, did you feel that way? Do you felt like you felt guilty about a lot of things once you had children? Mm. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think, that I know I did. I think I just, it just highlights a lot more of, of my imperfections as a, as a human and whole, uh, yeah. as a whole, mm-hmm. because you want to be great for your humans that you're raising. And then you're like, Oh shit, I fall, I fall short on a lot of the things that I, that I didn't know yeah. that I did. I wonder <laughs> if, like, hmm, as I think out loud here, I wonder if that happens because you become less self-absorbed when you're a mom because you've got other humans that are relying on you for their needs, you know, in order to flourish. But if it's just you, I mean, I don't remember feeling super guilty about much when, um, you know, Gallivanting around town. No. Right. Mm-hmm. No, not at all. But like when I feel like I have the opportunity to let somebody down and I feel like I did let them down, that's mm-hmm. usually when the guilt's like, Oh, I could have done this better. I feel so guilty about leaving or, you know, so those are for me, like where that kind of shows up, but knowing well, that these are important relationships too, like mm-hmm. the one with the other children and the one with you have with your partner. Yeah. So those, and they're so deep and in, invested and they have so many layers that I think that that's where guilt, shame and blame kind of live. Mm-hmm. I think that that's where they might manifest the most. Right. Because you don't want to disappoint those people. Right. Because those are the ones closest to you. You can get the a- the most angry at those people, but you still oh, don't yeah. want to disappoint those people. Absolutely. I mean, I'm, in, I'm involved with that. Okay. Also, it shows up when you feel broken. So if you feel like you're a broken human for whatever reason, mm-hmm. maybe there's a trauma, maybe there's a background of some sort, 
so then that you self-sabotage from then on because you feel like you can't un- put yourself back together. So you feel like you need to show up whole even though you're broken. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Unloved. Mm-hmm. If you've never found love or you never felt love or you don't or know you how don't to feel receive it. worthy of love, mm-hmm. then you show up and you, I mean, you will try to put obstacles in a way so that you don't have to reach the pinnacle of what love feels like if you don't know how to be loved. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't know how to give it. You don't know how to receive it. Yeah. Because th- that goes hand in hand. That's it. I mean, that was a hard lesson. I mean, there were definitely relationships in my life that taught me how to love. And then there were relationships that taught me how to allow love in. Like, mm-hmm. cause it's really easy to keep people at bay, but it's much harder to let people in. But you see how that's a part of self-sabotage. Absolutely. You can sabotage mm-hmm. My relationships. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And we're going to get to that. Yes, we are. Imperfection. Oh, God. <laughs> that ugly, <laughs> ugly word. Imperfection. Yeah. That's a tricky one. Mm-hmm. I know that this is a big one that I struggled with, especially when I first had children. Like, Being I wanted that. I, I felt so imperfect mm-hmm. that I struggled. I just wanted to mask it. Imperfection. Yeah. Right? I wanted like, to mask the yeah. imperfection. I wanted to appear perfect. Right. And so I would just dumpster fire my shit like I would set my world on fire yeah yeah okay so becoming aware of this and how it shows up let's give some examples okay so because I saw a lot of these in myself yeah a lot of or there's several behaviors that will show up with self-sabotage but these are the five that are like the most common ways that it shows up dwelling on the if only and that's like Um, sometimes we play the if only game about things that we can't control, but we wish that were different. Like if I had grown up with different parents or if maybe I was more talented, um, then my life would be something different. So you're falling into kind of like that victim pattern. Like, well, I'm like this because my parents were A, B, and C. Instead of taking ownership of, well, you control your destiny. You are allowed to play the hero in your story, not the victim. Mm -hmm. It's the choice you make to do that. So a lot of people will, you know, create these scenarios of, well, if only this happened, because then it creates this false sense of security. Like if you don't have to try, then you're not going to fail. And that kind of leaves you to where you are. Um, So trying to turn that if only mindset around um, and using this as like, um, this, this could have happened, but I'm going to use this to influence the future and just kind of flipping the script of it's not a period at the end of that sentence it is now okay well let's create a new paragraph and and start from here so basically if only I had enough money to go to college then I could have had a better job right so how can you re- rewrite that narrative mm-hmm. so it's there you're playing in your head that I that just wasn't in my cards right mm-hmm. but that's it's a it's limiting right it's a barrier you have allowed that, that you've created that you allow to stay there. You're not choosing to move it. Um, another thing is being afraid of your own thoughts. This one is for sure something that happens a lot. Um, so instead of feeling afraid, like if you are afraid of something or, you know, you're, you've been asked a really difficult question or maybe, um, you know, you've gotten a, you're applying for a job or something and you start creating these scenarios in your head of what's going to happen. And, you know, you lay it down and in your head, you know, it, it, you're going through A, B, C, and D, you know, all these things. Um, but then you start to um, start to, again, just live inside the fear of 
well, what if, like, what if this happens? And instead acknowledge your thoughts and like understand like, okay, maybe I am afraid to go forward with this job because maybe you don't feel qualified to take the position. What does that fear mean? What is that fear? Like, why is that there? Instead of hiding the fear or running away from the fear, just sitting with and acknowledging the thought and thinking, okay, well, let me do this. Let me sit with this. Let me, you know, have a good dinner and let me get a full night's sleep. Let me go for a walk. Let me talk to a friend. Let me, Mm -hmm. yeah. Something that's going to create a little bit more clarity, give you space to sit with that thought and then come back with a fresh mindset of like, okay, you know what? I'm just afraid because I don't feel qualified enough. You are qualified. You just in your mind don't feel like you're qualified enough because maybe for you, that means going forward, I want to be able to show up and be 100% on day one. Well, maybe they hired you because they saw that you were 85% and they want to help you get to be 100%. So maybe they're not asking you to show up and be 100% on the first day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's again, that's you in your mind being like, if only this, if only I were 100%, I'd say yes. You don't have to be. You don't have to battle your own fears. You don't have to be. And that also shows up in our previous episode about imposter syndrome, Mm -hmm. about Mm -hmm. the genius or the perfectionist. That you're never going to be perfect. You're right. it, it's or you're not gonna go into a situation knowing everything. Right. So how can we release that? You're not Ken Jennings. You can't know every answer on Jeopardy. Right. I mean if you do, amen. Right. I don't I mean how many books are you reading? Like a lot. Like a lot. I'm more like the a geography. Wheel of <laughs> like like the geography alone impresses me. Like whenever they have the geography uh, the bodies of water, there are waters. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, what? Is like that water on Mars? Rivers of like I'm like, how do you know? I don't know. And what map did you get a calendar as a kid with like obscure rivers? Was it on your toilet paper? (laughs) I just I don't know. It just baffles me. It is. It also baffles me about the geography that they'll say like in such and such time, this kingdom was this. I'm like, and they'll like throw out this kingdom name. I'm like, what the fuck? Right. Amazing. I know. Like I can barely remember that Tupac song. Actually, I remember. I know. I remember all. Your lyric game is pretty strong. I'm pretty sure you remember what they are. Pretty pretty (laughs) sure. (laughs) Okay, sorry. Back to our self sabotage. Uh, burying your feelings. This is one that happens quite often where you let yourself feel things, um, but it's not the same as unleashing emotions into the world at large. So instead of taking what's happening and talking about how you feel about how it happened, you squish it down so that you don't have to deal with it right now. You're avoiding feelings. At this but point. that's not the worst thing to do. And we're going to get into that one in a later one. It, no. But you still need to address but it. But you have to address it. I mean, when you get to the point where you've got a feeling that becomes a biological problem for you because your biography will determine your biology. If you've got feelings and emotions that are manifesting inside into a physical ailment, disease, a pain, a, a cough that won't go away, these are things that you can, you know, talk about your feelings and mm-hmm. you'll be amazed how well you feel physically yeah. and emotionally. So like my back really hurts. And then all of a sudden when you start addressing some of the pain from within, mm-hmm. sometimes your back stops hurting. It does. It's weird. It's amazing. The body keeps score. It does. It's a great book. Great book. Mm-hmm. Habitually starting tomorrow. Oh, this is mm. so me. Can we just say it? Yes. Like, this is so me. Cause the, the need for a clean slate, Like, I'll start tomorrow because I have nothing else going on. So there won't be any opportunities to have any roadblocks on my schedule. Mm -hmm. Like, it's all going to be great tomorrow. Well, guess what? It's not. 
life is the best thing to keep you humble because as soon as you think like nothing's going to get my way tomorrow, I'm going to start fresh. That's exactly when life's like, okay, I see you avoiding today. And it's like, let me tunes, give you like dropping a piano right in your Exactly. Yeah. Double the amount tomorrow and see how mm-hmm. you handle that. Like, when are you going to stop avoiding starting this project? Or when are you going to stop moving the post-it note over and just deal with what's on your plate? Deal with it. And just deal with it. And I kind of touched on this in the, ugh, I'm going to go see going as, uh, back <laughs> to the last episode, but this is something that when you really look at it, guys, this is, we all do this. We mm-hmm. all do it. Yeah. Now one human walk around the screen earth is not, is not doing this right now. But just make each little task that you're trying to move towards approachable. Right. Okay. And, and, it, and, it, and it can be the smallest thing. Like yeah. Something you've been putting off for s- such a stupid reason. It does not have to make sense. But right. identify why you're doing it. And just make small little goals. Mm-hmm. And we always hear this, but sometimes we hear it for like the hundredth time. Right. And like, if I just do that. If I just do that. Mm-hmm. And that's the way that I've been trying to accomplish this. Right. Not, not proficient in it by any yeah. means, but I have been really working hard on this. And it has been... It, I will tell you, you will see growth, but it take it's hard. Sure, because you wanna you wanna indulge, mm-hmm. you wanna have those indulgences, and you wanna kind of forget what you have to address. Right, it is so easy in today's world. It well, it the distractions are so intoxicating. I mean, you've mm. got Netflix that it even it's not even sure. Like you end on you know episode one, and it's already loaded up, and it's like in three, two, one, and go. So you don't even have a chance to hit the pause button not anymore i mean until you have to actively say no thank you Turn so it on. how many times can you actively say or take the pause button and do that and you know i know i don't no but a great tip that this um this article was saying is that you doesn't have to be a clean slate tomorrow maybe put your timer on for 15 minutes take a 15 minute break and then mm-hmm. come back and tackle mm-hmm. what it is you're trying to accomplish or instead of it being tomorrow just okay i'm going to take three deep breaths and then i'm going to start on the part 1 of this 16 part process and one of my favorite quotes it's well it's a uh, you know how do you climb a mountain one step at a time mm-hmm. i mean the mountain's big you're not going to get it done in a day but how are you going to accomplish it one foot in front of the other that's that's how it's going to get you're done. You're going to have setbacks. You're going to have setbacks. Right. There's You're going to get frustrated. You're n- I mean, not to keep talking in bumper stickers, but a smooth ocean never made a skilled sailor. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've got to know how to navigate rough waters in order to know what you're capable of doing. I mean, that's just, that. again, that's part of life. And you're going to, you know, th- it's nice to have indulgences. Like, mm-hmm. we're not saying don't, because we definitely right. do. I mean, I mean, we binge watch Cheer and You day. and oh my gosh, all, right. all of them. They're all so good. Them. I'm so here for it. And I right. and I want to read more. Yeah. But in, I got all my shows. I'll get there. I'll get there. <laughs> don't judge me. But yeah. we do know, and I think that if we keep each other accountable, mm-hmm. maybe that's something that we do. Like, are you keeping yourself a little bit more accountable on yeah. not pushing play? Right. Do you have the willpower to press pause? Right now I don't, yeah. but I'm hoping sometime <laughs> to do this. But it does help uh, to set a list. It does, yeah. Like just a small list. Mm-hmm. Put three things on it. Yeah. I'm a great three things because I feel like that's so attainable. I and I, I'm a, I work for rewards. So like if I do five things on my to-do list, then I can reward myself with watching a show or you know, taking 30 minutes of uninterrupted scroll time and like doing that. Mm-hmm. But I like for me, I like to feel task accomplished and mm-hmm. then the reward comes after. I agree with that. It's fun. Okay. Letting inertia harm you rather than help you. So this is one of those things that when you start to feel like you're spiral- 
spiraling out of control of like, I'm not going to get this done. So, um, you know, I've botched my diet or if you're, you know, trying to go to a, um, your, I don't know, you've set a goal to go to the gym this week and it's, you know, you bought the new pants and you bought the new shoes and you got a new trainer, but your gym is still 25 minutes out of your way. All of those three things that went before it were going to start helping you, you know, mentally you were motivated to get there, but you still didn't change the fact that 25 minutes out of your way isn't something you're willing to... It's still going to inhibit you. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So um, are you able to let that momentum happen in a positive way? And when something positive does happen, keep using it instead of letting like the negative spiral of inertia, like keep you from your goal. Can you revert and avert that attention and that energy to go to something positive because the mindset's a huge thing to change because what we talk about like negative being in a negative mindset mm -hmm. so if that's your inertia it's like oh i can't do that right i can't do that yeah so it's really tricky to change it even if you have the right formula mm -hmm. that last little bit your mindset could be the one thing it's, it's that's, all, taking you, it's, that's taking you back it's always the one thing because your mind is a very powerful thing it will allow you to do whatever you tell it to do mm -hmm. whether it's in your favor or not, you're the one that has the control over pressing play or pressing pause. So this inertia too would be a great anxiety creator. Mm -hmm. Like this is the over overthinking anxiety or like BFFs. Yeah. They're, they're going down together. Mm -hmm. So when overthinking happens, happens, anxiety is going to creep in next. Right. And stress. And so that's going to happen in your everyday life no matter what, but just acknowledging that and maybe trying to switch the mindset. Right. That's, man, that's hard. It's, again, all of these are simple steps, but none of these are easy things to implement. So it's We can talk about them all day long. Uh, all day. All yeah. day. This isn't, you know, we're not building a pyramid, you know, like <laughs> <laughs> from the ground up with like no cranes. Like this is just simple things that you're capable of doing. It's the mindset that you choose that you're like, oh, okay. Oh. And just being honest with yourself when it happens. I mean, it's like I didn't have a good mindset day. Right. <laughs> I love being honest with myself about that too. I, or with people where I'm mean like, ah, yeah. I'm kind of being a bitch today. Mm -hmm. Like I, I'm not having grounding thoughts and yeah. I'm going to own it. Yes. There were some other ways that. Um, like I'm about to go ham on somebody <laughs> like real quick. <laughs> it's okay though. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. There's a, a couple of ways too that we were seeing how um like things that will show up like procrastination is something that will is a self-sabotaging behavior um disorganization is another one have again. you ever noticed when you're so disorganized that you will just drop the world it, i'm looking at my house right now and it completely reflects my inability to get started in this new year because it has been a crazy like everything is just like shoved in a corner like nothing's really put away where it's supposed to go and I feel like once my house gets in order then it reflects my life like once yeah. you know things get put in place I'm like okay then I feel like I can keep going but it's you know again that it, I get distracted and I, I'm right now I feel very disorganized you know in a place that I feel like it should be organized and like that does I mean it creates but I'm like, yesterday I spent, I don't know, two hours. Well, I worked for three hours. And then two hours I spent watching shows while my kids were at your house. I could have spent two hours picking up my house and getting things in order and maybe even making a grocery list. 
<laughs> but did I? <laughs> I sabotaged Whoops. myself. Um, there was a couple other. I'm sorry for the alarms. I really do apologize. It's driving me nuts. Let's see. Uh, overindulgence. That was another one that yeah. you get kind of sucked into. Like, ooh, this feels good. Like drinking too much or over shopping mm. or, you know. I mean, even like the the self-care, which I'm all for. Mm-hmm. Do you need a spa facial five days a week? I would love one. Don't get mm-hmm. me wrong. I think that's delightful. If you build that into your day, great. That's awesome. But like it's self-care you know, I'm all for. Self-care, yes. But just like with self-sabotage yes, is, is it keeping you self-love. from achieving your goals that you've set yourself? Mm-hmm. And, you know, are you out of focus? Are you comparing yourself to other people? Because that's another way that sabotage will show up where you're like, I'm just not good enough. I'm not good as Becky. So I'm not even going to try. I'm like, but well, why? Why? Mm-hmm. No, you should try. Girl, you're good. You are dang good. And then lack of finding gratitude. Yes. Lack of finding gratitude is another one. And questioning your purpose. I know I did that a lot. Mm-hmm. Late 20s, early 30s. Actually, you know what? I'm just going to go with it. Yeah. I think it has shown up even into my di- my today life. Oh, for sure. I mean, I felt like right before I turned 40, I mean, right those couple months before, I had a lot of questions. I'm like, what am I doing? Like, what is happening and not in a negative way, just, you know, checking back in. I'm like, am I happy doing everything that I'm doing right now? Is there anything that needs to come off my plate? Is there anything I'd like to replace on my plate? Like, this isn't bringing me joy anymore. Okay, well, I needed to sit with that and figure out why. Like, why isn't mm. this bringing me joy? Like, what's happening with this? So, you know, reevaluating is a very healthy thing to do in your life. And again, it kind of keeps you from traveling down that like, okay, like I now know Things that I was doing beforehand, I'm like, oh, I was just getting in my own way about what that end goal was going to be. That was a distraction. It was a distraction. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So looking at things kind of like that, can you observe, can you notify and identify like when that happens? And do you have the ability to see like, oh, that's why I'm doing that. I'm just avoiding what actually needs to happen in order for this to happen. Because you know what, you, what happens when you're distracted it, or you're, you're bored? Like you and you go for the easiest fix of that boredom, which is usually like we're saying, it's easy to fall on these ego trips, like of um, the comparison thing or the overindulgence and stuff like that. And I do yeah. believe that's where a lot of it lives. I do think a lot of it does come because you don't like, want to. It can come from address. boredom, but I also think it can come from again. You're just trying to avoid. Like if you've got 17 things to do in your to do list, you pressing pause after three is just you avoiding the rest the of the things you know mm-hmm. on your list so you might be bored because that you just you're like oh this medial is task. medial yeah. task today but can you be mindful in them just to get them done and then clear your plate to be like okay cool mm-hmm. you, you know now we'll prosper now you prosper yeah i like these i do too this is fun <laughs> um another one was the imposter syndrome mm-hmm. if you haven't listened to last week's episode go ahead and just hit that one yeah it's a we good go one. over that one a lot yeah Lots of good, lots of good ones, good nugs. So, do you want to move on to relationships? Yes. Boom, boom, boom. Are there ways that we do this in relationships? Self-sabotage in relationships. Okay. So, number one. Do you look for what's wrong instead of looking for the good? Mm. Ladies. Ladies, stand up. Oh, I feel like men can stand up on that one too. Oh, for, for sure, yeah. for sure. I'm just yeah. saying, like, I, I know I do it. Yeah, I know. I think that. Mm, I don't think that. I think maybe we might be even on this. 
but I feel like women kind of vocalize it more. Oh, <laughs> it, okay. That's yes. probably where it's at. <laughs> Sorry. I know. Don't email me. I, I, I do feel like it's more of like, he doesn't do that. And mm-hmm. um, maybe let's see like what he does right. Yeah. Because I know I can highlight real fast. Oh, for sure. Real fast. I'm like, why is he not doing that? I throw my husband under the bus all the time and I feel really bad because I tell him, all, I'm like, I don't tell you enough about the good things that you do. And like, I can always see the smirk when it's happening. He's like, <laughs> he's like, you're right, babe. You're right. <laughs> I'm like, oh. you're right. Like he takes the kids to Dairy Queen by himself. I, <laughs> me, I haven't done that since Jesus Christ was a child, but she, he takes all five and like eats some onion rings with them. And I, I don't do that. I know. I'm like, bah. I'm like, you're a good dad. You're a good dad. You do a lot of shit around here. Yeah. And you think it's cute and fun and take pictures. Like, right. I don't do that. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like yelling, screaming and having a glass of wine. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. So, yeah. you know, we, we can start looking for what they do right. Yes. And, and verbalizing. It's really easy to find yeah. the bad. It's so easy. And because most of the time the bad stuff is shit that just annoys you because you're not doing it like you. So mm-hmm. the next thing is expecting your partner to think and act like you. I okay, so I have a personal one about this. This happened recently. Like I opened up, like Landon opened up to a problem that he was having. Mm-hmm. I addressed it. I was like, "This is what you should do." Yeah. He didn't do it. He was like, "Well," and I was like, "Well, why didn't you do it like that?" Because I told you exactly the way to do it. He's like, "Well, I don't do things like you." I asked your advice, but that doesn't just because someone asked you or inquired right. to you does not mean they're going to follow through. So I was expecting his behavior to mirror mine. Yeah. Which it didn't show up that way. And. Having false expectations or unachievable mm-hmm. or even unknown expectations can be a huge hindrance on relationships. Yeah. Big time. Big time. Because if they're not voiced expectations, they're just these floating anger bombs. Right. Landmines that are going to blow up in your face. And they don't even know they're walking on them. Right. Because you've made no, no qualm. Like passive aggressively saying something under your breath doesn't count Mm -mm. it's just gonna piss you off a lot more than it's gonna piss them off and passive aggressive never works no it works the opposite on the person giving it it feels gratifying and sometimes but it doesn't work see i feel like now when Mm. i say dumb shit like that i'm like god i'm an asshole (laughs) i know before i was like ooh, okay roasted and now i'm like i know i know i'm so sorry (laughs) you say it you say it in your brain first and it feels so good you say it out loud you're like god damn it i'm a bitch yeah I get it. That's what I'm saying. Like, it feels gratifying. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, oh, damn it. Then you want to slay your own. Right. You know? yeah. Okay. Reading into everything. Okay. Okay. This was a big one for me. I read into everything because I'm examiner. I am like mm-hmm. intuition. I'm like, I want to read people. I want to, I want to get into their soul. Right. I'm like, I'm opening up like I'm an alien and I want to crawl inside and I know everything about you. You did this today. I was trying to give you a brief description of what's happening on this TV show and you like dove deep. I was like, girl, watch the show. I don't know. I'm like, <laughs> I love to analyze it. behavior. I'm, I am a behavior <laughs> junkie. I want to feel like I want to figure it out first. I want to know. I'm like, no, and, and he thought this, and she thought it, it is. It is my drug, one of my drugs. There. I wonder why that is. Like, what is I that really like know. bucket you need to fill with that? I don't know. If, I don't know if it's part of me, Scorpio, that that I am intuitive, and that I feel like I can mm-hmm. examine people, and I'll look at you, and I'm like, I know exactly what you're feeling, and yeah. Um, but it's weird. I do it all the time, all the time. So then I make up these scenarios in my head, right? So the narratives that play in my head are like Oscar-winning plays. <laughs> Oscar, I mean, plays uh, or Tony winning award Get winning. Get your plays. golden glove dress ready, girl, because you gonna accept some awards. I know. I was like, sit down. That's you don't it. need it. You're not gonna. Right. You're not gonna accept this award today. Right. I will make up a scenario in my head that will put everyone's to shame. 
But and it's the, and it's something that's just on the hamster wheel, and it, I cannot get off of it. I said that I overthink. Mm-hmm. I'm very just addressed overthinking, but it's a lot. Yeah. So well, and these assumptions aren't helpful. Like it's not helping create like the solution. Yeah. It's magnifying literally with a magnifying glass and the sun burning down until something like you know goes into flames. Yeah. You're like, oh, oops. <laughs> And so a lot of this, I can overthink a lot in the shower, mm. like as you're scrubbing your hair, you know, mm. yeah. like, oh my gosh. And then, and then he said this and then he said this. Oh no, he Do didn't. Do you ever go back and like wish that you had the comeback? You're like, oh, I wish I would have said oh, this. Oh, I've won every fight that I've ever had in the shower. Like, like, I'm like oh, in your brain? In my brain. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh. Oh, like yeah. if they only knew what I could say to them now, right? <laughs> they would be in trouble. Right. <laughs> they would not do that again. <laughs> I love those fictitious fights. Oh, yeah. Because they never have a good comeback. <laughs> no. They're like, mm. You ain't got nothing? That's what I thought. <laughs> That's exactly how it played out in my head. Like, you weren't going to. It was this. My response was so good. It silenced you for life. Yes. Right. And you just shrunk. And you guys wonder why we're so salty. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's because of our shower. <laughs> we take too much time. Another way we might sabotage relationships is that you play games. Oh, in your 20s, were you really good at playing games? Oh, don't lie. I used to give people wanted my like if a guy asked me for my number um, at the bar, I would give him because I lived with three guys like in D.C. And I would give them one of their phone numbers. You're a bitch. And he thought that I was that's great. And then they would call, you know, the next day. I'm like, hey, I'm looking for Shannon. Like, not it. Like, dude, she didn't give you your number. She don't, she's not interested. <laughs> Sometimes they would be dicks and they, like my roommates would give another roommate's number. And then like, it would just be like, oh, you know, you know what? She gave you mine. Here's hers. And it would be like to the other roommate. That's I mean, great. all the time. All the time. You a bitch. I, I did. I had moments. Oh my gosh. I was the worst though. Yeah. Like take days to call back. Oh, you were like, you ghosted before oh, ghosting I would, was a thing. I ghosted before ghosting was a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was bad. I kind of feel bad about it, but I think like I, you know, you know, sometimes you gotta get ghosted. Hey, sometimes. Don't be a dick. I mean, when it happens to you, it fucking sucks. Oh my like, gosh. Oh my ugh. gosh. Yeah. I'm not gonna say it. it has happened to me. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But what does playing games accomplish? It just It's just the avoidance factor. You can't address it in real time. You're a chicken shit. And right. it doesn't, ac- it, it, honestly, it is self-sabotaging. You don't grow from any relationship you ever have when you play these games. mind games. Right. I mean, you're not looking for a solid foundation with someone if you start off the relationship playing games. Mm-mm. It's just dumb. I mean. Could you imagine dating now? No. It gives me hives to even think about that. I'm like, I can't. Well, you have hives in general. I know, it's true. But that's, that's not really a fair comparison. Very sensitive like skin. Right now. I, I know, I really am. <laughs> Don't talk about hives because then I want to eat But I know, I, it's, a, it's a crazy world. So yeah, it, we would have to reformat the way of thinking. Right. So I think games are a lot more prevalent in today's era as well. Yeah. Because you can't go so easy. You can just basically delete somebody. True, but now there's like a trail. Like you can follow people where before... There wasn't like, and again, you're a little younger than I am too. So like, I mean, texting and flip phones, like that was even late into the game for me. So oh, it was, oh. yeah. Um, but like, no, I mean, that's, we didn't, there wasn't like a trail of, y- you just heard this person was seen at this bar, but you didn't like, 
they weren't bringing you a you know an actual paper photo of like mm, girl I saw him at the bar with this girl really yeah. did you like did you bring a photo of that? there was an arrow of someone pointing and like tagged in it like it, right it was Becky there was no he social was media during mm-hmm. that you know during my dating time frame me neither I mean, I didn't have MySpace, so I wasn't posting I photos thought it was on so it. so crazy. <laughs> I didn't understand MySpace, so I was like, I don't get it. I mean, I did have a like a, a good friend of mine that like built profiles for people on MySpace, but I couldn't afford for him to. I'm like, I don't understand. I don't have any that many cute pictures that I'm like trying to get people to like come back and look at. He's like, oh, you just upload songs. I'm like, still, so do they want to hear cheer music? I don't like. I don't understand. Like, what are they coming back for? <laughs> yeah, what are they really seeing? Here? I don't really know. I mean, yeah. I think it was just like the introductory to like narcissism, like online where you're like, ah. it really was mm-hmm. when Landon first met me, my text messages cost 25 cents. So I asked him to call me mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure I had to pay for minutes. I, I'm yeah. pretty sure I'd, it was a flip phone. Oh yeah. I mean, it was one of those like things that clicked up and it had oh, a keyboard. Yeah. My kids think those are like the coolest things ever. It was cool back in the day. Like I forget yeah. what it was called. A sidekick maybe. It could have been. Yeah. I don't know. But I thought I was so cool with that. Right. You had that legit button keyboard. Oh. Get text so fast. Because back in the day, our kids don't understand. Like, we didn't have a keyboard, but but you had to, like, press down on, like, five to get to the letter you wanted to. Yes. I had a Nokia. You know, and it's like, like those things. Oh, my God. You were that girl. Oh, my God. That is so embarrassing. I didn't work in construction, but I had. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Did anyone else like? But well, yeah, well, Kristen had one. Oh and, my god! Uh, we had like a, a couple of friends that had them, so it was like easy. Like, you didn't have to pay for that. Like I thought yeah, that was really smart. Like that was like a walkie-talkie, you know. But but everybody be hearing your combo, uh, right? There was no. I mean, <laughs> like it was like the glorified FaceTime. Oh my god! You guys were FaceTiming. <laughs> Kristen, yes, that's what we did. We love you. Oh, it's great. Oh my gosh, that's a great, great, great. great. Yeah. So okay. don't play games. And the last <laughs> thing, yeah, don't play games. Uh, the last thing is expecting too much too soon. Mm. I think this. I mean, it, obviously, if, like if you're starting a new relationship, that I mean, maybe you are building these like grandiose plans in your head, and you've only you know been on one date. You know, naming your children before the coffee comes at the end of the day. I don't know. Like, <laughs> too much too soon could be it. Which is another, again, creating like a false reality of like where you are is a way to sabotage your relationship. And even like... But those are false expectations. Those are false expectations. Exactly. So even in a relationship that you've been in for years and years and years, are you still expecting them to show up in a way that is not, you know, authentic to them or even authentic to you? Or they're not ready. Or they're not ready. Right. We talk a lot about the introspection journey. Mm -hmm. And if your partner's not ready for that, you can't press that. You can't. Because, I'm, you know, if they're, if it feels forced, it's not going to be real. Exactly. And although we get, like, drunk and high on that shit, and we love it, and we're like, yeah, let's dive deep and let's make it hurt, because we are like we love to figure out the inner workings of it, but that's because we've been on this for, ride for a while. Right. And But if you're just stepping onto the ride, it can be scary. Yeah. At times. And, you're not, and sometimes you're just not ready to trust yourself with mm-hmm. that part of the journey. So it's really hard for you to show up in a relationship and like the trust factor is going to feel a little off balance because you don't trust yourself yet. So you can't rely on showing up and someone else trusting you if you can't even be there for yourself. Like, is this right? Am I doing right. this right? And you're like, I don't know. I'm not in your brain. So right. they're like, are the feelings that I'm feeling right? So it takes a while. It does to trust yourself. Mm-hmm. And we can't force that. Right. Can't force a fit. Nope. Mm. I'm loving this. I know. This is a good one. 
No, go ahead. Oh, <laughs> you're smiling. I'll be like, yeah, I love it. No, I just, I had to burp, but I wasn't sure if it was going to come back up in the microphone or if I had to move away again. So I was like, oh, it's stuck on your gas. I know. Okay, we did try these new gummies. Oh, yeah, they're delicious. Not sponsored, by the Not way. Not sponsored. No. I don't even know the name of them, by the way. Is it Gobi? Mm, I don't even, I didn't see, I knew it came in a red bottle, but I didn't see the name of it. Anyways, look, maybe I'll have more information next podcast, but they were delicious. But so they're apple cider vinegar gummies mm-hmm. because the new hot thing is taking a shot of vinegar, which I love vinegar. I'm f- and yeah. it does promote the good gut health and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But I can't take a shot of it. And it's hard for me. I do two tablespoons with turmeric in lemon water. That's good. And like it's I've gotten to the point where I mean, I enjoy it. Like I wouldn't give it to you and be like. Here you go. It's going to well, taste delicious. Did, I did give it to you. And like you're like, it's weird. not bad until you get to the bottom and you're like chalky, chalky. with all the turmeric. But I like it. I mean, I'm for it. But, but these the gummies, gummies are yes, way, I mean, they're so, way tastier. Again, not sponsored because I don't know the name. But uh, they don't burn. They don't burn, but they are really, really delicious. But they make you kind of burp later. Yeah. I've been a little gassy over As here. I did warn her. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> By the way, this before I did, happen. before you ate it, I yeah. said, just so you know, the rest of the day. You might feel a little gassy. Well, my nickname in my family is Shannon the Cannon, so <laughs> this is, you know, I'm okay with it. Your other children to take on in that role, too, because they, they get it. Like, they've got great genes in that department. They so do. They're going to have <laughs> cool party tricks. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, that's a fun question as we wrap up. Mm-hmm. What Did you have a fun party trick? Do you have a fun party trick? Do you have a trick that you could take to a party and be like, damn, that girl cool? And if you say dance on the table, I'm going to kill you. No. You know how I feel about dancing in public. (laughs) (laughs) It makes me very uncomfortable. Do I have a fun party trick? No, I don't think so. I mean, I feel like maybe back in college, like, I mean, I've been able to do a handstand for a long time. So, like, being like, I can do a handstand. Like, whoa. You know, but that's not really impressive these days. I don't know. I feel like it's impressive any day. It's your body going upside down. I think it's cool. Okay. I'll accept that. All right. But maybe like a walkover thing or whatever. I bet you could do something like that oh, yeah, back I in could the do day. Walkover. Yeah. 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 You fancy. Okay. Mine is. What is yours? I just thought about this too. Okay. Well, okay. I can't do it now because I have way too much Botox. <laughs> but before I had so much Botox that I could move my eyebrows independently along with my ears independently. So I could move opposite ears, opposite eyebrows. So you go left eyebrow, right ear? Yes. I can't do it now. Oh, wow. And that is impressive. So they move next independently. Like before your next appointment, I'm going to need to see this happen. Yeah. I'll, I'll hit, I'm you, gonna up. Get a hit you up before yeah. Derby. I'll, I'll get on video. <laughs> but my son can do this too. Wyatt. Oh, really? Wyatt can do it. Okay. Wyatt can move his eyebrows independently and his ears independently, which is really, really, really cool. Yeah. That's really cool. I've always been able to do it too. Like I can... Like, you know, I have headphones on, but it, right. it, I can't yeah. do it. <laughs> like, it's I don't see the movement. Oh, your earphones. Got it. Yeah. yeah. That's, like that's awesome. You can't see the headphones move? Well, you know what? Let's show off our party tricks at the Galentine's Day event. Oh, wait, no. Your Botox is pretty fresh. Shoot. Damn it. We'll have to come up with a new one. I mean, I can kind of do it, but not really. It's Were not, it's not, a, I mean, it's mostly, I can raise my eyebrows to a level of like evil, evil villain. Mm. Like, I could put the Green Hornet. Right. To like a measure. Okay. Excellent. Yeah, that's pretty good. Were you better at flip cup or beer pong? Definitely flip cup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't play a whole lot of beer pong because none of the guys really let me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, you need to in the corner. I'm like, no, yeah. I can chug. Yeah, I'm not very good at the chugging. I was stellar at chugging. I just, it was the 
beer, like the bubbles in the beer always made it very hard for me to like get that down. Yeah. Like if I could have flat beer, probably okay. But the bubbles, I was like, oh, burpee. <laughs> <laughs> you would. That's exactly the way you do it. Or you just like throw up in the corner. But that also <laughs> happened plenty of times. So I'm like, I can't do this. So no. I think we should develop a list of the ways that you and I are different. Because everybody's like, you're so the same. You're so the same. I'm like, we are a lot of ways <laughs> who are different. And this is one of them. This like is one you of throw them. Up, you can throw up on command and I haven't I thrown up in like 10 years. Right. No. Or ever. <laughs> like I'm like you're like a cocker spaniel like throw up in the corner and like keep it moving but I'm me I can rally like a champ I don't throw up right so well you know party trick if you need to know which one of us is which then there you go where's the puker there you <laughs> we got a puker I'm so, if you're still here I know we're, friends, just, we're so happy that thank you're you here. we really appreciate it and we'd really appreciate if you did love the podcast today just Head out, head on over, rate and review the podcast because that just helps us grow within our podcast world. It really, we really appreciate your support. It really does. Those five stars, ugh. just hit them. We love them. Hit them. Appreciate and it. And keep it going. Yay! And, and then follow us. And then don't forget to check out the info on the Valentine's Day coming up. We'll see you next time. See you soon. Thanks for sharing your time with us. Help keep the CZL momentum going by rating our podcast and writing a review. If you love what you heard in today's episode, snap a screenshot and post it to your Instagram stories. Don't forget to tag us.